Hello world. Um, I definitely feel like uh, I'm learning some stuff here. Let me. Hold on one sec. Take these earphones out. So obey. Are you ready for that kind of love, though, girl? Because here I am. You got your ego orientation. Hero is at the center and has creator and magician on either side. Archetypes belonging to this orientation tend to do things for others on the surface, but on the more profound level, their actions can also sometimes be self-serving. Social orientation, this is me, caregiver, is at the center and has lover and member on either side. Archetypes belonging to this orientation are, are motivated by how others perceive them. Their actions are heavily centered around others, which leads to the tendency of them consistently giving parts of themselves for that reason. Archetypes that are socially oriented tend to be taken advantage of. But I'm about done with that. I want a girl that wants a babe that's going to love because that's what I do. I'm pinning them on the wall. Archetypes and orientations. Freedom orientations. Outlaw is at the center and has an explore and gesture on it either side. Belonging to this orientation has little regard for those around them. Their actions are typically and obviously intended for serve their own agendas. For that reason, they are often perceived by others to be selfish. However, freedom is an attribute that truly resonates with them. And it is what they need to feel wholeness. And other archetypes find that difficult to understand. So do you know what archetype you are? <clears throat> Order orientation. Ruler is at the center and has sage and innocent on either side. Archetypes belonging to this orientation feel they need to have some sort of governance and regulation. Their perception of a world without rules is a world of chaos. Every action that they that these archetypes perform requires careful planning and thought, which can also disable them from being decisive and adaptive to new environments. The logic behind this disturbance distribution is that each archetype in a group has the same overriding driver. For example, ruler, sage, and innocent are all motivated above all else by the need for order. But the way each of them implements this into their lives differs vastly across each of the three different archetypes. Again, I'm a caregiver. Extremely loyal, honest, and taken advantage of most of the time.
This is clearly illustrated within the fears of each of the three archetypes and how they are generally similar but specifically different. For example, their greatest fears are for the ruler, chaos, and being de deposed. For the sage, being fooled, being misled, or not knowing. For the innocent, punishment for doing wrong. current stage of Judean psychology. Okay, now that we've understood the various components that form individualization, we can now piece the puzzle and become more intimate with what all of this means in our present day. Carl Jung perceived archetypes as a series of patterns and images that originate from the collective unconscious. And the collective unconscious is what everyone has in them. This also means that they are transformed as soon as they exit the realm of unconsciousness and enter consciousness. It is only then that external forces such as history, culture, and personal context start to shape archetypes into what they are now. To put things into simple terms, think of archetypes as a healthy baby. It's born with a set of physical appearances and human attributes. Every healthy baby is born the same without knowledge, without an education. Basically an uninfluenced and raw being. However, as time progresses, the external forces come into play. Babies grow to have personalities, values, beliefs, and tendencies. In that sense, archetypes are similar in terms of how their frameworks have already been present, but are gradually molded and changed based on their external forces. And it shows a diagram, outer world, and the personal ego, self, shadow. Anime is, is the woman, the man, feminine thought. The animus is the woman having a masculine thought of some sort. Consciousness, personal unconsciousness, collective consciousness. The, this gives rise to a vast number of possible archetypes, which means to say any attempt to conjure an entire list of archetypes would be pretty much futile. There is a myriad of different archetypes that exist with interchangeable qualities. However, there are 12 main archetypes that can be identified and can represent majority, if not all, personality types. You need to say who you want your future bae to be, you know? Just shout it out. Shout it. Good night.